0: You are tuned into The Dr. Tina Show with Dr. Tina Moore. For more, visit drtina.com. On this episode of The Dr. Tina Show, The Quick and Dirty, I wanna talk to you today about the shaming that is going on in the online influencer health space. It has become such an incredibly toxic environment over on social media as of late. And every time I turn around, there is groups of people coming after other groups of people over their health choices. And this might be influencer to influencer. Uh, there's several accounts that make it a habit of calling others out, which I think is so unprofessional and despicable. And that's literally their entire account. The majority of their content revolves around calling other influencers out. I don't know where anybody's parents taught them that this was okay, but it's really, really uh poor showing, it's, uh, it's not manly at all. And it's, it's quite despicable. I don't see it as much amongst the female influencers. I see it mainly amongst men. And then there's a whole group of followers that will just attack any one of us who tries to share out what we're doing in our lives for our health. And it's all based around shame and it's getting really old and really toxic. And I say this because something happened in 2021 when the intervention was introduced and somehow people started thinking on both sides of the spectrum that it was okay to ask for details about someone else's health. And as a physician, confidentiality, whether you wanna get into the details of HIPAA, doesn't matter. Before there was a HIPAA, <laughs> there was confidentiality. And it's it's a professional agreement that we take that we're not gonna share information about our patients health and it's a it's an honorable understanding and that has been completely blasted out of the water on the social media landscape as of late i'll give you an example the liver king came out and he never I don't think he purposely tried to deceive his followers. Some of you may disagree with me. I followed him. I, I watched this all go down. It was assumed by many that the gains that he had, the muscles and the six pack and all of that was all natural and that it was all just due to him eating you know, beef testicles and glandulars that were available in his products. I don't know if he came out and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know if he came out and said, I'm all natural. I'm not on anything. Maybe he did, but he was the poster child for what anabolic steroids look like. And so somehow, somewhere he consulted a health professional, and maybe some health professionals, you know, people who take like 12 week courses online and call themselves functional health professionals when actually they have like a 12 week online health coaching certificate. Like, no shade, but that's different than the way that we were trained as physicians, which is years and years and years of scientific uh, responsibility, scientific discourse, scientific manners, if you will, professionalism, and then into medical professionalism and manners. And although I don't see this often enough with doctors, I see it much more often in all the other professions that are not actually MDs. By the way, there's a lot of people who call themselves doctors and talk about clinical information, but they're PhDs, no shade to PhDs. It's a different training though, and they don't actually have any clinical hours whatsoever in their training programs. They're just reading data. It's different than actually having clinical patients. So don't don't always, you know, a lot of us say, well, Dr. So-and-so said, Dr. So-and-so is a PhD. He doesn't have any clinical training. That doesn't mean he doesn't know what he's talking about, but just understand there's a difference between clinical training, pathophysiology, et cetera, and PhD training. And I'm not a PhD, so I don't know what they got trained in, but I know it wasn't in clinical medicine. So... And that said, uh, poor Liver King shares his personal information with somebody via an email, and that email got sent out to everybody and it went all over the internet. And people that I respect actually immediately did hit pieces on it and did, you know, came out with a reel, came out with a YouTube, came out with whatever immediately about it. And so unprofessional. It really it hurt my heart to watch because. To me, if I get somebody's personal health information given to me, whether I'm their doctor or not, I still abide by that confidentiality professionalism. And so, to s- whoever released that information is a disgusting excuse for a health professional, and whoever decided to potentiate that information across the internet, I just I lost respect for. Her. It's not cool, like, would you like that to be you? And I know a lot of people were like, oh, he said he wasn't taking these things and he was, and it was a big scandal and people tried to distance themselves from him. It was a big, ridiculous scandal. And that is kind of when I hit the wall and was like, wow, social media is so ridiculous. This man confided in somebody who was supposed to help him with his health, told this person everything that he was taking and it became this big, huge scandal. And the same happens to me. I have never, ever, ever pretended to be some super hippie, granola, crunchy, all natural doctor, ever. I've never pretended to be that. And yes, that is the narrative that many people have about me. And I have never, ever not been honest about what it is that I use or what I'm taking or that I have used Botox in the past. I actually use Dysport for the most part. If you wanna know, I like Dysport better than Botox. been using that since my 30s, and I've never hidden it. I've never said otherwise. I've been fully transparent about that. I have always admitted to using bioidentical hormone replacement. I have never tried to hide that. I have been totally transparent about utilizing peptides, and most recently, utilizing the peptide in the GLP 1 agonist category. I have been completely transparent, and yet. It's so interesting because I'm guessing these aren't people who are paying attention (laughs) because they come at me in hordes and they shame and they shame. I mean, shit, people will come at me for wearing, um, I mean, I've literally had people lose their minds on me in my comments and in my DMs because I had on some Bose wireless headphones and that were Bluetooth and people were just beyond themselves. People lose their minds on me because I drink San Pellegrino out of a glass bottle. Like I am here to tell you that you guys need to learn to pick your battles because if that kind of stuff upsets you to the point where you melt down inside of the comment section of an influencer's post or in their DMs, you have bigger things to worry about. Electrolyte imbalances are so common and can cause symptoms such as headaches, cramps, fatigue, brain fog, dizziness, weakness, and more. I finally committed to using electrolytes daily and wow, have I noticed a difference in my energy and my performance in the gym. While I've tried nearly all the brands, my current electrolyte of choice is Element. Element helps anyone stay hydrated. Without the sugar and other dodgy ingredients found in popular electrolyte and sports drinks, and it's so tasty. Grapefruit salt is my current favorite flavor. Element has everything you need and nothing you don't. That means science-backed electrolyte ratios with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. I've teamed up with Element and they've been gracious enough to offer a free gift with purchase to listeners of the Dr. Tina show. The free gift Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is the perfect offer for anyone who's interested in trying all of their flavors. They offer a no questions asked return policy on all orders and you don't even have to send the product back. This offer is exclusively available for Dr. Tina show listeners. So be sure to use the link in the show notes to take advantage of it now. I've never been big on skincare, but recently started getting more serious as the signs of aging are definitely showing. I've recently started using an incredible skincare line and I'm excited and wanted to share with you. The past few years, my skin has been doing this annoying combo between an allergic prickly heat rash and a perimenopausal rosacea and it drives me nuts. My buddy Andy Nilo owns a skincare line and so I reached out to him for help. Andy is the best dude and he kindly sent me a big box of products to try. And let me just say, wow, I am in love with Alatura skincare. Each and every product from Alatura is a game changer for my skin. The products feel amazing, and my skin is calm and clear again. Alatura is handcrafted natural skincare. Their mission is simple to provide customers a skincare wellness experience with products made of superior natural ingredients packed with nutrients, minerals, and natural growth factors. Alatura is the skincare line I've been looking for, and it checks all the boxes. It's all natural, cruelty free, non toxic, non GMO, and as organic as possible. Listeners of The Dr. Tina Show can now save 20% off your first order by heading to alitura.com. That's A-L-I-T-U-R-A.com. And be sure to use code Dr. Tina at checkout for the discount, or simply click the link in the show notes. You're going to love it it's nobody's business what I do or don't take. And I'm only transparent because that's just how I am. I wear my heart on my sleep, but the shaming that goes on around it, you would be surprised since I came out with my podcast series about microdosing GLP-1 agonists, you would be surprised how many of your favorite influencers are giving it a try. And you would be appalled, I'm sure, those of you that are the puritanical polys would be just appalled and, and, you know, have to melt down sideways about it. It's ridiculous. My personal health information that I share, I only share what I'm comfortable sharing to the extent that I am comfortable sharing it. And when I say that's it, that's it. That doesn't mean berate me with more questions. What exact dose are you taking? How much weight did you lose exactly? What are you taking it for specifically? What are your symptoms? I understand that you guys are looking for answers but coming into somebody's space and breaching boundaries like that is so disrespectful. And then on top of it, the whole group that wants to shame everybody over it is just a whole other thing. All I can say to those people is I really hope that they themselves or someone that they love dearly doesn't need one of these medications or one of these things that they're having a meltdown about someday, because they're gonna be put in a very, very sticky, difficult situation in that they've railed against it for so long publicly. And now potentially somebody they love may need this. And I certainly hope it doesn't turn into a situation where they withhold that from their loved one or they shame their loved one because I'm hearing an awful lot about that. And that's really what prompted this podcast. And I will end this very soon. I've got hundreds of messages, you guys, coming in through my DMs and my emails of people saying the words, quote, unquote, I am writing this through tears. I have had multiple people say that to me and I'm not exaggerating. I am writing you this email through tears because I just listened to your podcast about GLP-1 agonists. And thank you. Thank you for telling the truth about them because I'm taking them for X, Y, or Z reason. Very often not to do with weight loss, guys. Very often to do with like insane insulin resistance. They could not get under control no matter how hard they tried. Doing all the things right. These... Bro, science guys that comment everybody for oh you just got to eat less and exercise more like it is so short sighted. Seriously, like show me you have no idea what weight loss actually looks like or entails without really telling me right like that. Those kind of ignoramus comments are so mind boggling to me because these are people that are supposed to be helping other people, and so I'm getting these messages from folks saying you know these peptides have changed my life markedly. And this is the life I'm living now. And I'm able to move more because I don't hurt so much. I'm able to get up and down the floor with my grandchildren. I'm able to, um, you know, one lady was like, I can get on a plane and go to Disneyland with my kids. I've never been able to do that before because I couldn't fit on it and I couldn't fit on the rides. And yet the it gives me goosebumps because these are powerful statements to these folks getting their lives back and yet all I see on the internet is just so much venom around it and so much intentional ignorance and so much propaganda being spewed out of everyone's mouth. It's like one person read the same blog post and just decided to spew it. And to see highly intelligent doctors, people that I respect, well, I did respect, just potentiate that propaganda when I'm like, I know you can read studies and I've got mountains of it showing that what you're saying, it's just so much misinformation. So and I've covered this at length, so I won't belabor it. But The shaming has to stop because these same folks whose lives are being changed are afraid to tell their loved ones and sometimes even their husbands that they're taking it because their family members won't stop harping on them for it or they're scared they're going to get harped on. And the amount of people that came back from Christmas break telling me how many of their family members just trashed on them all through Christmas because they had lost weight and they were like, we know you're on Ozempic it's heartbreaking to me. It is none of your business what anyone else chooses to do with their bodies. It's none of my business, it's none of your business. And the shaming that is taking place in this suddenly polarized society where everybody's decided that they get to have an opinion on how other people handle their health is ridiculous. These same people shaming these folks for using GLP-1 agonists, are they themselves like super juiced, on all the lifestyle medications, the high blood pressure meds, the statins, all the things, not exercising. And they suddenly get an opinion about this person really optimizing their life and taking charge of their life and changing their life for the better. It's crazy to me. And if you don't know all of the positive benefits that GLP-1 agonists bring to the body, go back and listen to my other podcast because it's a laundry list in virtually every organ system of the body, independent of weight loss. So with that, I will end because obviously this is a passionate topic for me. I'm so tired of listening to the shaming that's going on right now in this current world we live in where everybody thinks that they get an opinion about everybody else's health and how they choose to live their lives and how they choose to manage their health. I don't I don't give my mom a hard time for needing blood pressure meds, right? I do everything I can to help her take the lowest dose possible. And the way that I do medicine is a teeter-totter approach I can prescribe full script in Oregon, full prescribing rights for the most part. I also am a naturopathic physician first and foremost. You know me, you guys have listened to the, this podcast. I preach and I I walk my talk. It's strength training, it's sleep, it's nutrition, it's sunlight, it's stress you know reduction as best we can in this crazy world. It's all those things first and foremost, but sometimes people need a little leg up. And so- we get that medication dose the way I was trained and the way that I have always practiced is we get that medication dose as low as humanly possible as we improve health outcomes on this side. We improve their health and their lifestyle habits on this side. Their need for medication gets as low as possible so we can use the lowest dose necessary. And that's the beauty of naturopathic medicine done right. That's the beauty. Same thing with these peptides is how I'm using them in my patients and how I'm recommending them for people in microdoses. We're not having side effects. We're not seeing anything like that. We're not seeing anything like what you're hearing about on the news and all the propagandized mainstream media nonsense. I'm seeing miracles happen. And that's I will I will die on this sword because sometimes we need a leg up and we shouldn't be shaming our loved ones, strangers on the internet or anyone else for what they choose to do and what tools they choose to utilize in their healthcare program that's a personal choice and it's none of your business. So with that, I will end. If you guys are interested in learning more about GLP-1 agonists and how to use them properly, I have a free mini course for you. It's called Ozempic Done Right. You can head to drtina.com forward slash Ozempic Done Right. I'll make sure the link is in the podcast notes and you guys can grab it there. I'm launching a program here shortly. That's going to be amazing. It's a deep dive into what a comprehensive program really looks like, including all the things. These are not standalone tools that work in unison. They do not work in a silo. And I think that's a huge reason why they are going south on people. They work as one tool, but one tool in a comprehensive toolbox that includes many, many other things that some of which is free, some of which is lifestyle, some of which might be, you know, hormones, etc. cetera. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and get into that free mini course. You'll be put on the list and I will notify you when it comes out. So I will bid you do thank you so much for listening to The Dr. Tina Show. Please rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe to this channel if you're watching it on YouTube and I'll be seeing you next time. Thanks for listening to The Dr. Tina Show. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at drtina, that's D-R-T-Y-N-A, and Dr. Tina 2 as well as visit my website at drtina.com. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Chris McCone. The theme song is by John the Gilt. As always, you can email the show at podcast at drtina.com. And if you like this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. See you next week.